right, welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. This is a podcast that is geared for real ministry for the majority. I am Andy George, and I am joined, as always, with Ken Hester and Jamie Buford. How are both of you doing? Wonderful. Go uh, Heels. Excellent. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, you you jumped straight <laughs> wow. into uh, March Madness, didn't March you? March Madness all No day. waiting. No waiting no around. No waiting. So today, mm. the day of this recording of the intro to a podcast, uh, Duke is now out of the ACC tournament. It's a glorious day, Andy. I figured you'd be pretty excited <laughs> about that. glorious. Just for all the listeners out there, I came into the office today to the sound of Ken going on a rant in somebody else's <laughs> office about... <laughs> About Duke being <laughs> being out because of I guess COVID. I guess there was a COVID thing yeah, on the yeah. Duke team. So, but whatever. I you're not wearing your Tar Heels shoes. Uh, you know, I mean, you gotta you can't gotta, wear them every day. I, I there save a little superstition those, in there, maybe. I, yeah, I save those for championships. You know, oh, okay. so when we win, all right. It's like when we beat Duke earlier this year. That's when that's I. That's when them. you'll. That's then, when I can expect to see them once then, again. You know, if we win the ACC tournament. Expect to see them again. Okay. So for all you listeners, uh, if you haven't realized <laughs> you it yet, care. this is March Madness, and we are in ACC country here in Raleigh, North Carolina, which means it's a pretty big deal around here. It is. It, it is. I mean, it's on. I walk past a lot of people's offices. I know it's on in my office. It's it was on, on the break TV. room. It was on. Right. The, it was on in the conference room. It's not room. on in my office. It's not on your office. No. What What would be Sorry. on in your office during the day if you could choose something Ooh. to watch? Well, what would you, you're going to just tease me. My latest has been watching. You really? You're going to see. Ken's already got the, well, the eyebrow. It, if you preface it by going. saying we're going to tease you, then I'm already thinking of things to say. Okay, so what what's on my latest? Little House on little, the Prairie. No. Okay. Well, but you're thinking. So ninth grade homeschool curriculum YouTube. Oh my gosh. Uh, people. <laughs> this is not like Handmaid's Tale or something. I watch stupid. like no. I watch like. <laughs> Oh, watch like homeschool parents. We're losing uh, listeners. Talk, right okay, now. then move on, move on, move on. I am move willingly going to quit you. this podcast right now. Well, you're sitting around your well, office watching homeschool tutorial well, no, videos? because I'm in my office working hard. I I thought you meant like if I'm I was so at bored home. Out of my mind already. Any, any of our <laughs> listeners, if you feel free to uh, hit the two times listening oh. button right now. Just, like, I use it, it, right? the 30 second ahead option. All right. Well, hey, listen, we do appreciate all of our listeners. And as always, we want you to like this. We want you to subscribe, share it, give us a comment, rank it, give us five stars. That's always very, very helpful. And this podcast is also geared towards one literal big thought per podcast. It sure is. So guys, what's today's one big thought? Well, we've got a guest with us today, which is pretty incredible. Um, I'll introduce him in just a second, but he is going to be talking about diversity and development. Awesome. Oh, so the keys okay. to diversity and development, um, Pastor Joshua Redding, he's pastor at Highlight Church in Gaithersburg, Maryland. He's a church planner, uh, been a church, uh, been the lead pastor there for six years, great friend. Uh, we're going to jump into that conversation. He and I had the opportunity to have a one-on-one conversation. Mm. So uh, without any further ado, <laughs> let's jump right I'm into that. I'm looking forward to hearing it. Pastor Joshua Redding, man, it is so good to have you. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on uh, One Big Thought. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's an honor to be with you, and uh, it's always good when we get together, you know? Oh yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, we were we were joking a little bit before, right before I hit record on this, and we're joking like, man, we're 
this is a normal conversation for us. Um, we <laughs> maybe monthly conversation that we have that now we just are, are oh, yeah. recording it for a podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be awesome. Well, thank you for having me on. Yeah, man. Thank, <clears throat> thanks for taking the time. So, um, you know, something that our, our listeners may not know is, is our mm-hmm. relationship and a little bit about you. So one of the things that I love yeah. is just how we connected and, and just, I feel like ministry can happen intentionally if you're on yeah. top of it like that, um, if you're intentional about it, or it yeah. can just pass you by. So why don't you share a little bit of, of how we even got connected, and then I'll share wow. what I'll share some things that I love about you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's do it. I, I remember, I, I think it was 2015, um, I, was, I was transitioning, and uh, we brought a small team to North Carolina. I forget the city. It was, it was a little bit outside of Charlotte. But you and I, we, we met at a Sticky Teams conference. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, you were leading a, a breakout session on building your core team. And so I brought with me my wife and our newborn child, Judah, who is now six. Um, time flies. Wow. And, um, yeah, we brought... Uh, a few other people were on our team because we were about to prepare to start Highlight Church. And so I remember we came into the room and we tried to hide in the back because we didn't want the baby to interrupt your, your That's session. That's right. That's right. But uh, man, with all the love in you, you invited us up to the front and I said, I like this guy. I don't know this guy, but I like him a lot. <laughs> And uh, thank God that Judah was behaved, and it was an amazing teacher. Oh, the spirit! The spirit of the Lord was on him, or, or I just <laughs> I just put him to sleep. One of the two. One of the two. <laughs> there it is. Uh, no, the spirit was on him because your session was awesome, and you know, at the end of at the end of your session, um, my wife encouraged me. She said, "Babe, just get up and get up and speak to him and, and introduce yourself." And from there, just. We've grown so much. I think we caught lunch later that day mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we sat down after the conference was over and we had to sit down for three or four hours. And um, I really, I, I call it a Jethro moment because you played such a pivotal role in our process of stepping out essentially on nothing. Wow. And um, Pastor Ken, you've, you've encouraged us throughout the years to go after everything that God has put on our hearts. And so, we're grateful for you. We love you so much. Oh man, thank thanks so much. Uh, you know, again, <laughs> it, it it is it's definitely not me. It's definitely not you. It's mm-hmm. the spirit within us. And but mm-hmm. there is you know there is that intentionality where you yeah. know you I intentionally invited you guys to the front. You intentionally talked yeah. to me afterwards. We both um, intentionally had lunch together, and then yeah. through the last six years, whether it's you calling me or me calling you or shooting a random text mm-hmm. or posting on Instagram or whatever it is like we're 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 intentionally uh crossing paths and what what I feel like more people in ministry need is that intentionality wow. we can get so wrapped up and locked into our bubble or what's in front of us as as ministry goes it's it's all consuming but if we don't yeah. have those friendships, if we don't have those wow. uh, connectors outside of our sphere, uh, outside of our immediate yeah. sphere, then it makes ministry that much more difficult. So I'm grateful yes, for you and your wife wow. and your boys. And I, I, I love seeing over the last six years, as you mentioned, wow. 
both your boys growing up, um, you and Kyra's relationship continuing to get stronger, the faith that you've yes, had to step out, to move from Florida to Gaithersburg, Maryland, to launch wow, Highlight yeah. Church with with literally just a few families, you know, and, and no one getting wow. paid, no one having... Don't take uh, me back to that. <laughs> man, no one getting yeah. paid. You didn't, you didn't, you weren't with like a church planning group or anything. You just were literally stepping in on, out on faith and saying, God is going to provide... And God mm-hmm. will, God will, um, God placed this in me and said, therefore, yeah. I'm going to respond to that. And that yeah. faith is what has grown your church from uh, a church plant of, of a wow. few families to now wow. 500 plus and uh, yeah. your own building space and, yeah, you know, sure. navigating through COVID, all those things like, <laughs> and God is still, you know, showing his faithfulness. You've now got a, a, a small team on staff, wow. which is, wow. which is full-time salary, which, you know, yeah. most, most of those people, none of those people, I think ever even thought that that was possible. And yeah. it shows yeah. God's faithfulness as you step out on faith. So, Thank you, Pastor, for wow. doing that, for for responding to God's calling in your life. And and as we've wow. got ministry leaders, pastors um, yeah. across the country that are listening in, I wanted to take a, just mm-hmm. a few minutes and, and and have this conversation with you from your perspective. You know, I'm not a senior yeah. pastor. I've never been a senior pastor. That, that's not the call on my life, but, yeah. but I do feel called to support senior pastors so to support leadership, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why we do this podcast. Um, and another reason why, you know, I just try to connect with as many people as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. But from your perspective, you know, what's one big thought? What's something that you would say is, wow. is you've got to be intentional about, or you've got to be um, all in for when it comes to being a church planner, being a lead pastor, uh, both of those things. Wow, that's that's a great question, and um, so I, I'll try to fit two in one. Okay, I'll, I'll try to keep I love it clean because I, <laughs> yeah, I, I believe God is God is working in this way, uh, more specifically in America. And the first thing that comes to mind uh, is is that diversity is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and God has been processing this through me for years now. Um, diversity is huge. And so I, I think more specifically with regard to church staffs, um, because, you know, staff is leadership. Um, and John Maxwell says everything rises and falls on leadership. That's right. And so for, for me, I would say uh, w- when we were transitioning out of our previous church, which was an amazing church, and we thank God for the experiences there, um, as we were transitioning to start highlight, uh, I, I would, this is what 2015, I would go to the websites of, of churches that I admire. And that I knew the spirit of God was moving in, in a very tangible, real phenomenal way. But I would go to websites and, um, if, if they posted like their staff pictures and, and you could, you could see these pictures, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, honestly, I, I would find in these awesome, great, healthy, growing, forward moving churches, I, I would see a lot of the same uh, ethnicities and, and, and races yeah. and like top tier leadership, be it senior pastor, executive, uh, even all the way down to administration. And um, 
I just recall seeing oftentimes like you would see uh, a person of color probably, and then I'm just being real, you know, yeah. just probably janitorial or facilities. And it, it is what it is. We all have a role to play, but I really do. I'm focused on seeing, man, who can I raise up yeah. at a higher level, at a higher capacity that doesn't look like me? Yeah. I, um, and I love your intentionality yeah. behind that from, from your yeah. core team to, you mm-hmm. know, launching your church to everything. Tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. that. So, I mean, cause your, your core team, yeah. again, before staff, before, before yeah. any of that, you know, as you're doing that research and you're, you're seeing, you know, what other churches kind of, again, what you, what you establish or what you build your foundation on is, is how your house right. will be built. So, yeah. What is that? Mm-hmm. How did that foundational, you know, um, value come into play in building yeah. your core team? What does that look like? Tell people, tell people what, who yeah. your core team is and, and the different races, ethnicities, cultures yeah. that are represented there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, without being too forward about it and, and too hard, I, once again, we want to slant towards encouragement. So I, I do think that there is a grace on certain senior leaders to develop diverse teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the, the spirit releases that grace. So it, it starts within. Um, but I also think for me that that value of just uh, looking in, into the future of what America is going to look like. I mean, they say by the year 2030, 2035, um, we'll be pushing towards a, an environment where there's not going to be a dominant race per se. Mm, so mm-hmm. uh, for strength finders, one of my top strengths is futuristics, futuristic. And so <laughs> nice. I yes. tend to, yeah, yeah. I, I tend to live in the future and I'm always looking. And even if you're looking at the political uh, kind of area right now, it's it, it, a lot in America is changing. So for us, the Lord moved us to Maryland and, um, we were forming this team. I have uh, Pastor Chow, who is our connections pastor. He's he's Vietnamese, and his wife is uh, Hispanic. Crazy as she is, Puerto Rican. My wife is Dominican and Colombian. Um, Megan, she's our administrator. She is Puerto Rican. Chris, our creative director, he's Greek, and um, we we had, you know, white people, black people, Asian people, Hispanic. The only general demographic that was not a part of our core team, our moving team was Indian mm-hmm. um, in general. And now that we're here in Gaithersburg, that demographic within our church is growing. So I also think it's regional. I mean, yeah. you are where you are and you can reach who you can reach. But once again, if we're looking 10, 15, 20 years down the road and we're asking ourselves as a body of Christ, uh, what we should be focusing on. I think diversity within leadership is essential because we typically flock to places where we find people that look like us. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. so we want to be intentional about that. And I just think it's prophetic. And um, so, so yeah, yeah. And we, and we, we, yeah. we attract people that are like us, like oh, right. us in mm-hmm. our personality, like us in our, um, even our, our skin complexion, whatever, like Mm -hmm. you naturally gravitate towards people that are like you. And that's not a bad thing, but as we were mentioning even before the intentionality Mm -hmm. behind, you've got to, you've got to think through what the, what you're, what you're showing people, 
right? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, okay, yeah. uh, are we are we going to be a place for everyone? We can't just claim to be a church or right. organization that is for everyone if we don't have a representation mm-hmm. of everyone. Of everyone, correct. And and I think where 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 you begin to close and what I've come to find out, Pastor Ken, is that no matter the complexion or the socioeconomic status or um, political party, we all have similar desires. Mm -hmm. And so if we can meet at the common place of just respect and having an open ear and an open heart, the Holy Spirit does a lot of supernatural work in that. And then when you can come together with people who are different than you, um, what God is going to do in and through the church in America is going to be a phenomenal thing down the road. But I just, I encourage the body of Christ and even new up and coming church planners to begin to really pray into this. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul says you can, you can ask for the, for the gift of prophecy. So that just tells us that you can ask for the gift of leadership, the gift of encouragement, the gift of influence, and those gifts can be pervasive. Yeah. And so my prayer would be that we would continue to ask ourselves, do we look mixed enough? <laughs> yeah. And, and <laughs> if I, possible. Yeah. And I love that, you know, mm-hmm. even as you mentioned, you're futuristic and you're looking at, you mm-hmm. know, even trends that are leading towards 2030, 2035, which, which honestly yeah. is, you know, 2030 is less than 10 years away. So it's not like it, yep. it sounds like a long way away, but it, it really isn't. We've got to be very intentional now on how we're um, equipping, how we're raising up, mm-hmm. how we're developing leaders for the future mm-hmm. of the church. Because even if we go into scripture, right, like John yeah. in Revelation literally yeah. sees the future. Right, so he sees the yeah. future, captures it. Revelation seven nine. It says, "After I yeah. looked, and there before mm-hmm. me was a great multitude that no one could count, yeah. from every right. nation, tribe, people, and language." language. So, mm-hmm. if if John sees that, right, every nation, tribe, people, and language are represented in heaven, then yeah. therefore heaven on earth. If we're going to bring heaven to earth, then we need to make sure to represent that as well. So yes, I love that. Yeah. I love I love your intentionality. I love your heart behind that. And I love the fact that um, you're leading the way in this next generation of, of leaders, of wow. pastors, of church planners that are being intentional with that. I think one more thing yeah. that... Um, you know, I know it's one big thought, but this, I think they're, they're coupled, right? The thoughts together are Great. coupled between diversity and development. And yeah. you are, you are, you do such a great job of mm. not just saying we're going to be diverse with our core team, but you mentioned every, everyone you just mentioned from your wife to Chow to Chris to that whole team. Yeah. It, it wasn't just, okay, you're going to be a part of a team, but now I'm going mm-hmm. to intentionally develop this team to be able to take on a shepherd's heart, a pastor's heart, and understanding yeah. of what this means to carry the church. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit yeah. about your intentionality in development. Oh, man. <laughs> That's again, we could be here for a long time, but I'll, <laughs> I'll reel it in. Right, yeah. right. You know, to, we we I, might um, just make this a two-parter, right? We might have to bring you back yeah, for a future. <laughs> I would love it. Let's do it. Yeah. 
I would say, um, so we were in a leadership meeting, I'll say about a month ago. Um, and I, I was reading a gospel. I think it was Matthew nine, killing people and he's preaching and casting out demons. I mean, miracles all over the place. <laughs> but then he says, the Bible says that he looks and he sees the crowd and he has compassion on them for they look like sheep without a shepherd. And then it goes into that famous verse of how the harvest is plentiful, but pray to the Lord of the harvest to, to pray for laborers. And what hit me was, was that, um, was that Jesus never prayed for more sheep. Mm. He prayed for more shepherds. Yeah, that's right. Because, and I think a lot of church culture has been driven by reaching the lost and reaching the lost and reaching the lost. And there's certainly a call, you know, the great commission. We must do that. Um, but I've been led to more so develop and hone in on those who are here. So mm. strengthen that which remains. So yeah. um, when it comes to um, Chris and, and just these different leaders who God is raising up in our church who are different ages and different races, it's, man, how can I be proximate and intimate with this person disciple them, pour into them so that they can effectively um, reach and disciple and pastor a demographic that I may not be able to reach, but they can reach. Yeah. And so that's great right now. Yeah. I I just, I think, yeah, we got to reach the loss, but if we reach the loss and they come into our churches and our leaders aren't ready to shepherd them, well, they're right out the door. But if we're pouring into those who are here and we're developing shepherds and, and leaders, um, there's not going to be much of a problem with the church reaching an ever diverse mm-hmm. uh, American culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's just simply stated. Yeah. And, and that is, I mean, yeah. like you said, we could spend probably, we could make, instead of a, a 20 plus minute podcast, we could probably mm-hmm. make this a two and a half hour podcast very easily just on that statement. But yeah, I think the the key takeaway that I would encourage people with, and and you said it, yeah. and I'll just repeat it, is we need to be as leaders in the church. We need to be as focused, if not more focused, on shepherds than yeah. we do sheep, because yeah. without the shepherd, we won't have the sheep. And yeah. it, you know, we don't. We we need more shepherds. We need more people mm-hmm. because. It, you're a shepherd, I'm a shepherd, but there's only so many sheep that we can handle. Correct. If there's, mm-hmm. you know, 10 of us, 20 of us, 30 of us, now we can, now that's room for the multitudes. And yeah. it's not just dependent upon one person. It's dependent on, dependent upon all of us. So yeah. I love that intentionality, mm-hmm. that specific saying we need to develop leaders. We need to mm-hmm. build system structures, we need to implement yep. leadership development and be intentional yeah. about that so that when it's time for them to shepherd, they'll be equipped to do so. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Pastor Joshua, thanks again for, for taking some time today. Uh, yes, I guarantee this will not be our only podcast. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll have you back on real soon. Um, in the show yeah. notes, you will see 
different ways to connect with Pastor Joshua, Highlight Church. You'll see links in there. Um, leave us a comment. If you want to reach out to him directly, you can do so, do so through Instagram, again, in the links um, in the show notes. But Pastor Joshua, love you. Love your leadership. Love I love you your too. friendship. I love your family. And just thanks again yeah. for taking some time, man. Really appreciate you. And we'll have, have you on again soon, okay? Thank you so much. I love you, and I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good.